Hello, this is Kenya, and welcome to my Magical Cottage Core Life. Today, we're going to continue our series of easy holiday gifting. But we're going to take a trip back into history today. This recipe is over a hundred years old. It's a treat. It's easy. And it deals with something you probably already have in your cupboard. So with just a few ingredients, you can make a gift that more than likely the recipient has not had the pleasure of trying before now. So take out your big book of stuff, open it up to the section on candy, because today we are going to use George Washington Carver's recipe to make peanut butter candy. Let's get started. Now, for those who may not know who George Washington Carver was, he was a brilliant agriculturalist, botanist, and agricultural scientist. He was born in the United States and was an enslaved African American. He created hundreds and I do mean hundreds of accessible facts, information, recipes, and scientific findings and contributed them into the body of science today. If you'd like to learn more about him, you can read up on him. Great American, great man. Now, let's talk about the peanut butter candy. If you know anything about George Washington Carver, you know he was all about the peanuts. He's one of the most innovative person when it comes to this legume that we have in our nation. And I do want to stress that a peanut is not truly a nut, it's a legume. You know about peanut butter, and you know about peanut brittle, but you probably haven't tried this peanut butter candy. For today's recipe, you're going to need two cups of sugar, two tablespoons of peanut butter, and one half cup of milk. Now for this particular recipe, we're probably going to actually look at dairy milk, but there are other milks available that you could use. It doesn't stress that the milk be pasteurized either. So this is definitely a recipe that is accessible for people who do not pasteurize their milk. You could also use goat milk, sheep's milk, or, depending on where you are, water buffalo milk. 
But keep in mind, when you use milk of different animals, you have different results as far as taste. Also, if you're using unpasteurized dairy milk, make sure you get it from a trusted source. If the person is new to farming, you definitely want to know that they have experience. Because sometimes, if they don't, animals can get into foods that could make milk sour or taste off. There's even plants out here that are native to this country that can make the milk make you sick. There's a plant called snake root. White snake root can give you something called milk sickness. So always be careful of your sources for your milk. I also want to take a moment to talk about why I am not advising a substitution in this recipe. I am not aware of anyone making this particular candy with oat milk, almond milk, rice milk, or soy milk. So I don't have the information or the research from either my own experimentation or the experimentations of others in order to give you an informed opinion on how it would come out or if it would come out well at all. If you decide to substitute these for dairy milk, please let me know what your results were. I'm very intrigued to find out how it comes out. I may even do it myself after the holidays when I'm less frenzied because it is a bit of a frenzy here right now. But if you try it, please let me know. I'm, I'm really intrigued to know if those kinds of plant-based milks would work. The consistency would be very different, I would imagine. And by them being water-based, I would imagine that oat milk would be the best of the, the options. Another thing I wanted to point out is that there are bean milks as well. I also don't have information regarding the results of bean milk. And as far as soy milk goes, that actually is a little bit ironic to even consider that soy milk is an option because George Washington Carver did not believe that we should be eating soy. Soybeans should not go in our mouths is something that he was known for saying to not put them in your mouth. Another interesting fact is that even though I say he's an African-American and a great American, 
there's a little irony there as well, because he wouldn't have been afforded citizenship at that time of his life when he was doing this work. The times, they do change. And our nation just keeps getting better. I'm really optimistic to see what changes we have in the future. Especially when it comes to candy. Now to cook this candy, you're going to take the two cups of sugar, the two tablespoons of peanut butter, and the one half cup of milk. You're going to combine them in a pot. Once you've got them thoroughly mixed and combined, you will cook this on a low fire to medium fire on your stove or on your fire, depending on if you're indoors or outdoors doing this. And you're going to stir. Once it comes to a boil and seems to be completely combined, turn off the fire and continue, continue to stir. You will continue to stir until it gets cool. Now I want to be clear here. Once this particular mixture begins to boil, you want it to boil until it's combined. And in the original recipe, it says to let it boil for five full minutes. Five minutes. Once the five minutes are done, it's considered completely combined and completely cooked. Then you're going to remove it from the fire, from the fire and stir it and continue to stir it until it's cooled down and smooth. Once it's cool, your next step comes up. Once it's cool, what you're going to do is break it into pieces. That's right, just like pre peanut brittle, you're going to break this candy into pieces. And you're going to put it in a covered container. You want it to be airtight. So this is a great time to pull up those jars that you've been probably hoarding. I hoard jars too. And put them in there. You could also put them in a cookie tin. You could put them in a small plastic bag. Whatever it is, it should be an airtight container. And if you're giving this as a gift, which you probably should think about, then you could definitely put them in a jar, make it really pretty, put a cloth on the top, and yummy, 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 you, there you go. If you want to add an extra special touch, you could also include a, a little bag of peanuts with it. That's it. We've come to the end of our episode. It was a short one, but it's a tasty one. I love candy. I really, really have a sweet tooth. And I'm kind of sweet on you for listening to the show. Yes, yes, I know that was a, a weird kind of little joke. I get it, but I, I mean it. I really love sharing recipes with my friends, and we're friends, right? 
and we got to learn a little history, we got to learn a little bit about candy, and we got to learn about a new scientist, in case you haven't heard of him, or if you're not from this country, definitely a new scientist. So, until next time, I hope to hear that you had a chance to try this candy. Please let me know how it went. How did it taste for you? I can't wait to hear all about it, especially the next time I see you here on my magical cottagecore life. Goodbye.